believe the radiation is trivial, saying more testing should be done, give, done given the government's plans to put millions of passengers through the machines. Machines which are uh, administered by people making $12 an hour. And they have been disturbed by the TSA's reluctance to do so. There's no real data on these machines, and in fact, the best guess of the dose is much, much higher than certainly what the public thinks, says John Sedat, or Sedat, a professor emeritus in biochemistry and biophysics at UC San Francisco and the primary author of the letter. What does he know, ladies and gentlemen? He's emeritus. You know what I'm saying? If he's, if he's, why isn't he still, you know, he's emeritus. You know what I'm saying? And an independent investigation of the Upper Big Branch Mine Disaster in Charleston, West Virginia, you may remember that, way back last year, has concluded that Massey Energy's failure to follow basic safety standards and a corporate culture that put production of coal ahead of protecting workers led to the deaths of 29 miners in last April's massive explosion. That, that sounds so unfamiliar. That, that syndrome. That couldn't be. A report from a team directed by longtime mine safety advocate David McAteer found that widespread violations, persistent intimidation of workers, and constant battling with regulators can only be accepted, quote, where the deviant has become normal. Sounds like San, uh, Santa Monica. Hello, welcome to the show. From the edge of America, from the home of the homeless, I'm Harry Shearer, welcoming you to this edition of the show from the, from the world headquarters of the show. You see what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. And now... The Dick Ebersol Memorial Edition of... News of the Olympic Movement! lost their dick. But seriously, a promotional campaign linked to the 2014 Winter Olympics is stirring debate in Russia because of its use of allegedly fascist imagery. campaign employs images of blue-eyed blonde sportsmen and women which have been described by critics as neo-Hitlerite and like something from a Leni Riefenstahl film. Look it up. Images of Aryan-looking snowboarder and an ice skater gazing into the middle distance dominate giant billboards in Moscow and feature on the cover of brochures to advertise Gorky Gorod, an elite housing complex being built near Sochi. That complex is a private-public partnership which will be the Olympic Media Village at the 2014 Russian Winter Olympics. Without doubt, the authors of this advertising were inspired by Nazi art, says Ekaterina Degot, a well-known art historian. When the billboards were put up, the Russian art collective Voina tweeted, there is a huge advertisement openly fascist in style for elite housing in Sochi. The critics say the style and pose of the subject in the images was heavily suggestive of Nazi art, 
which stresses racial purity and superiority. The Guardian has learned uh, from England has learned that the images of the sportsmen were produced by Doping Pong, a St. Petersburg-based design company, which uses a swastika as one of its online banners. One of the company's recent projects is a series of erotic photographs of two young women, one called a fa fascist, the other an anti-fa anti-fascist, who grapple with each other in a wrestling wing and ring and tear off each other's clothes. The fa appears to win the fight and triumphantly wraps herself in a Nazi flag. Doping Pong also works closely with a Russian artist in her 20s who's known for her sympathies with the ultra-right. She published a yellow smiley in her blog on all, uh, Hitler's birthday, embellished with a toothbrush mustache and a slick of black hair. The caption read, Happy Birthday. It all sounds good. <laughs>